Hello and welcome everyone to the Utah Jazz Podcast. This is Utah Jazz News and I'm joined with a friend and fellow jazz fan, Zane. Hello guys, it's Zane, the only probably jazz fan in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well we like representation anywhere we can get because there's not a lot of people that can stay with the jazz, especially with how they're going. So... All right, we got a lot to talk about today, Um, a lot of drama, a lot of stuff going on around the Jazz Nation. So first, we're going to start with the game tonight. Uh, We face the Grizzlies. Um, I don't know the time wherever you're at, but for me, it's 6 p.m. I think it's uh, 1 a.m. for me. 1 a.m. for you. All right, all right. But it's going to be tough tonight. The Grizzlies aren't a team to just mess around with. Yeah, 100%. They've got a 55-23 record. Um, they've been doing good without Jar. That's the main thing. I mean, they're 20-2 and two without Jar, which is... I mean, if your team is doing good without your star player, your coaching and team all around must be very, very good. Yeah, they got a lot of studs on their team. Like, they have a most improved player in Desmond Bain. He's been... Uh, last year he averaged nine points, and this year he's averaging a whopping 18 points a game. And one of the biggest reasons wow. why the Grizzlies are up there this year. Yeah, and um, let's not forget Charon Jackson Jr. He's been going up this year as well. Another DP or wide candidate. Yeah, that, they have a lot of pieces that have just stepped it up this year. Um, a lot of development, shout out to their staff and uh, player development. Wish the Jazz would develop their players uh, yeah. as well as <laughs> they are. But hey, we, we can't change where we're at. Um, but we got John Morant out, like you said tonight, and Dylan Brooks with a probable, most likely out. So I think Mike Conley got to take advantage of that. Yeah, 100%. Um, that I think that backup point guard is Tyus Jones, I believe. And obviously, he's not a jar, so Mike Conley definitely should take advantage yeah, of both the offensive and defensive end. I agree with that 100%. He's our playmaker. so. But we'll see. It's a must-win game tonight. Um, not much else on that. We just hope we can get a win and stay out of the play-in tournament. Yeah. So, How many games are we away? I think we might be one or one and a half. I don't know exactly who the Timberwolves have left to play, but we got two of the top two teams in the West to play. We got Phoenix as well as the Grizzlies tonight. Okay, that's going to be... Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Phoenix is probably going to rest their stars for the playoffs because Chris Paul is very uh, injury prone, and yeah. so they might rest him. Eight in Booker. It all depends because there's no reason why Phoenix needs to play any of their players. Yeah, that's true. I think they've confirmed first seed as well, so it does make sense. Yeah. So. They'll figure that out. Jazz will hopefully make adjustments and figure ourselves out. But one thing that two players need to figure out is Rudy and Donovan. 
Are they really okay? Personally, I think this is a growing issue. I mean, for time since 2020, COVID, I mean, these two, there's been tension growing. Obviously, we know what with, obviously, we'd go back in COVID and don't even check in COVID. There was something brewing there. And now, how we got found this stat out that Mitchell only passes to go back two times per game. I mean, that's shocking as a point guard. I mean, not as a point guard, as a playmaker. He should be passing to Gobert a lot more. And we know Gobert, he's a lot, he's a lob type player. You're going to find him in pain. I mean, that's kind of shocking from Mitchell. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, you got your two all-star players and they're not working well together. And every time that they're in an interview or just getting questioned by the media on if they're actually okay, they always just respond with, yeah, we have the same goals and everything and we're ready to win a championship, but yeah. they don't need to be friends or whatever. Just like Kobe and Shaq, they weren't friends, uh, but they won championships together. But we, as we all know, Donovan Mitchell is not as good as Kobe and <laughs> Gobert is not as good as Shaq was. But yeah. the, the chemistry is an issue. Yeah, 100%. We, I mean... In the playoffs, I'm not, I'm not saying a miracle can happen, but we'll see for the playoffs. I mean, it could change, it couldn't, but I'm leaning, leaning to the fact that there's going to be big changes in the off season. Me too. I don't know how far we'll go or whatever, but one thing I do know is the Jazz need to have a perfect run. They're not doing so well defensively at all, other than yeah. Rudy. Uh, Daniel House is a great addition to this team, so hopefully he can provide that defensive spark that we need to kind of be our Jay Crowder that we had. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how far we're going. Um, how far do we have to go in order to keep both players? That's that's a big uh, oh, that's a big question because if there's chemistry issues between the team, obviously it's not gonna just affect the players it's going to affect the whole team and the team morale how how many games they win how motivated they are so I don't know time will tell that's the biggest issue something could turn around in the playoffs but I, I think we're not going <laughs> to we're going to get rid of them and uh, yeah. a big trade is going to happen I believe yeah I I say if we don't make it to at least the Western Conference Finals, one of them is gone. Yeah. Um, as well as Quinn. Quinn has been our coach for some time, and he's been on the hot seat a couple of times. Um, not sure what your opinions are on Quinn Snyder. I've, uh, so, like, earlier on the season, there was, like, everyone on Twitter, <laughs> let's be honest, they say, yeah. Quinn Snyder is a big problem. I was very lenient on it. I was. I didn't think much of it. I mean, the coach's job it, it is big, but it's also a player's issue. And let, let's be honest, some of the Jazz players weren't performing well early on the season. But now, it is a Quinn problem. I I think. I mean, with the stub- <laughs> the biggest problem with Quinn is his stubbornness. Like he does not make <laughs> adjustments. I, I've never seen this man change his like <laughs> fourth quarter, fourth quarter like lineup. I mean, as a just fun, like, so frustrating. Like you're gonna leave in Royce O'Neal, 
when he's having a bad game. <laughs> like even okay, I, I don't want to ramble on, but even Jordan Clarkson, I, I yeah. used to love Clarkson early on the season, even last year. But the shots that he takes sometimes, I think oh almost, why is Quinn even playing this guy right now? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. Like Jordan Clarkson can be going um, maybe like four of maybe nineteen, and yeah. he'll still be on the floor. <laughs> or Boyan will be not doing so great, and he's still on the floor. Even though Boyan is one of our most clutch players. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean shooting. Mom- yeah, the moments with Boyan I've seen is is crazy. Remember the uh, Houston moment and the I think Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I was watching that live, and yeah. I thought it was over, and then he made it, and I just started jumping around and freaking out because we just beat Houston, who had just eliminated us. Boyan yeah. has had some amazing moments uh, here on the Jazz. What, what do you think the biggest problem with like the Jazz, actually, less playbook or the style of play is? Um, I'd say the biggest problem that the Jazz have is not moving around the ball enough or just like they want everyone to score but each each individual player wants to be the one to score so it's like you can't really have a nice flowing offense if you're just gonna like have the mindset to score right I agree, yeah. Personally, I, I think it's... We rely too much on the three. Way too much on the three. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think um, it's, it was this year and last year, but I think we're top three in how many uh, three opponent types we take. And... Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes it's frustrating when you see, like, open threes being missed and the amount of threes that we take like unnecessary threes <laughs> so I, I think that's one of the biggest problems rely too much on three um, yeah yeah I agree with that even though we have I think the most made threes this season and we're pretty high up in uh, percentage we're still yeah. the six seed uh, yeah. we do have the number one offense um, but that is mostly because like you say we rely most on our threes that pick and roll game kind of has disappeared once uh joe ingles got traded and injuries started happening i think january is where that pick and roll game started to just fade yeah rudy just became more of a screener than a roller honestly yeah and you could tell as well like this this is early on in the season i mean this is one thing i noticed we didn't pass through Rudy that much. Like we didn't. Rudy was sometimes clear in the paint, and he had mismatches. Sometimes he had smaller defenders, and I used to think, why are we not passing through Rudy? Is easy bucket. <laughs> it, it was very, it's very like, I don't. I, it's very stupid of the Jazz. Let's say the coaching is very stupid. Why wouldn't you pass to a player that has a smaller defender, and yeah. it would just lead to an easy bucket. Yeah, Rudy has one of the best uh, field goal percentages in the league. And if he's wide open, it has a mismatch. This man is lengthy. He has, I don't know what his wingspan is, but I think it's close to eight feet. 
Yeah. So he can reach over defenders. Yes, he doesn't have a great post game, but when yeah. he has a guard on him or someone that's maybe six eight or under, he can easily stretch it out over them. Yeah, he obviously like he can't bully them. I mean, that's the biggest problem in like how we haven't fed to Rudy as much as we need to. Yeah, it's it's been an ongoing problem for a while. I remember last year he said he wanted to be more involved in the offense, and here it is again this year. Is that Quinn's fault, Donovan's fault, the whole team's fault? Is Rudy just not vocal enough on the court? Yeah. I mean, I think that all has to stay within the Jazz. That's their problem. Jordan Clarkson said that they've been talking it out and just laying it out on the floor because they kind of have to if we want to make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, it's it's very tough. <laughs> obviously, like, as fans, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes. There the could be, obviously, as you said, it could be Quinn's fault, Dungeon's fault, other players' fault, or, like, Rudy not... Yeah, just being vocal enough. We, as fans, we don't really know. Yeah. All right, I want to bring it back to the Rudy and Donovan drama more so on keeping the players. Yeah. If it came down to it, who would you want to have on the team? Who would you want to stay? Ooh. This is tough because... <laughs> If I say what I'm going to say, I'll, I'll probably get hate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we all are entitled to our own opinions. If you have your own opinion at home, don't hate on us. We This is just two guys just being fans. We want the best for our team. This is, okay, this is very biased. I'm not going to lie. I've, I'm keeping Gobert. <laughs> you, you're keeping Gobert. I'm going to keep Gobert. I, I don't know. There's no I, wrong answer here. There's no wrong answer. They are both exceptional players. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Rudy Gobert, time, DP, OY, and is he a two time All Star? I don't want to get it wrong. He is a two time All Star. He is, uh, I think he might be three as well. I think he's three. You know what? I'm not sure either. Yeah. Um, but I know that. Rudy has been All-NBA, I think, third team maybe three years in a row. I'm not too sure on that. But he has accolades and awards and just he impacts our team defensively so much. He's been our defensive anchor for so long. Yeah. He's a valuable player. Yeah, he he literally is our defense. That's that's my reason for keeping him. And personally, I, I don't think... Donovan Mitchell he's I don't want to say he's not a good player he's an exceptional player like let's be honest the numbers that he does put up is crazy even the playoffs I remember against uh, Denver he had a crazy run but mm-hmm. the only problem I have with uh, Donovan Mitchell is his shot IQ I think his shot IQ is not that good yeah, he, he's been inconsistent and taking up some shots. He kind of gets in his own head. I think that he, since he thinks he's the star of the team, he needs to be the one to take the shots and do yeah. everything. But, you know, we have amazing three-point shooters. We have an all-star center. Uh, it's just 
teams know that he's going to go to the rim and then they just crowd him, it's kind of like almost he turns into Jordan Clarkson in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was uh, reading the stuff on Twitter. It might be fake because it's Twitter, but <laughs> it was, uh, I think, Don Mitchell in the fourth quarter, he's, or in the clutch, he's 22% on field goals. So, wow. Yeah, that's, that's shocking. Wow. But I think that's from this season. I, I obviously, last season, it might have been better. But that that's my reason for keeping Gobert. At the same time, you could argue for Mitchell staying. He is a franchise player, let's be honest. And he is younger than Gobert. And you can, I think, it's easier to build a team than Gobert. In my opinion. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Donovan has... We're going to give all the flowers to Donovan. He essentially saved our franchise from going into a super rebuild mode and staying yeah. out of the playoffs. He took down the Thunder in the first round. He, We need to thank Donovan Mitchell for everything that he's done and yeah. still going to do for us. I'm even team really, but I have to give kudos to Donovan Mitchell for that. Yeah, of course. Donovan... I can see him being the guy on a championship for Oster. Maybe more like second option. Rudy Gobert is more of a third option. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot more guys around the league that like Donovan than Rudy. So he's more eye candy than Rudy is. And no, so it's just, do we, do we trade Rudy? I know the teams that have been interested in Rudy are... Atlanta, Denver, or not Denver, sorry, Dallas. Dallas is the team that's been wanting Rudy the most. And the Clippers are becoming more of a, a suitor for Rudy as well. Yeah. I think uh, Raptors as well are interested. Ooh, the Raptors. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. It, it, but, could, it could go both ways, I see. If, yeah. if we could trade Reed, uh, Reedy to let's say like as you said Dallas or Toronto who would we even get out of it I mean with Dallas <laughs> it's just Luke and Roper let's, let's be honest and uh, even Toronto they, they do have some good players there but would they give up like their studs for Rudy that's the thing yeah I think everyone would just want to give us role players in reality we want a star like we're yeah. not trying we're trying to still compete we're not just giving Rudy away to for just another year that we're going to get first rounded we want to improve our roster not necessarily stay where we're at yeah 100% um I know if Rudy went to Atlanta we would most likely get John Collins back and if we traded him to Dallas um, this isn't the full packages. If we traded them to Dallas, I've yeah. heard most talks have been Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dwight Powell. And then the Clippers, I haven't really heard anything. Or the Raptors, I don't know. It's most likely just role players all around. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Collins, that's a good... I'm liking that. <laughs> I think John Collins, would provide us obviously a better offensive package in the paint. And obviously... I, th- I think with Utah, we need more of a shooter. Well, more of a scorer is a scoring team, let's be honest. So, yeah. 
having a scorer in the paint or like in the, in the mid range would be better for us. Um, with the Dallas trade, ooh, I think isn't Tim Hardaway Jr. old now? <laughs> yeah, I think him and Dwight. I know Dwight Powell's I think younger than him, but they are both yeah. climbing in age pretty fast. With Tim Hardaway Jr.'s been in the league for a little bit now. Yeah, that that's my main issue with Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, <laughs> we already got enough old guys. We got Bojan, Mike. So I see I see keep it like players that are more athletic. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, that is uh, definitely one of the things that the Jazz have been needing is athleticism on this yeah. team. Hundred percent. That's where we mostly I think lose games against like teams like Grizzlies. I remember we lost the big game to Houston. <laughs> I oh. think this year, was it, was it this year? Yeah. That yeah. we lost to Houston, and obviously the clear thing is is athleticism. We don't really have athletic guys, um, except obviously Donnie Mitchell, and obviously um, Trent Forrest. You could say Jared Butler, but yeah, the rest, the rest are I see not that athletic. Yeah, like like you said, Donovan Mitchell. If you want to throw in Daniel House, but he's getting older. Um, yeah. like we have an old roster Mike Conley Boyan Rudy's getting up there uh, let's see even Clarkson I think I yeah think isn't he touching 30 I, I'm not sure if he's that old yet <laughs> but I, know, I think he's higher at 20s but yeah. you know I think that's one thing that we gotta look for this next year if we have an early out in or even just in general, if we yeah. don't make the Western Conference Finals or anything, uh, we just got to find some good wings. Like, we pulled off Daniel House from the streets. <laughs> Not the streets, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> we got him for free. <laughs> and he's our best defender. Yeah, for 100%. Daniel House was a very nice pickup, I'd say. Yeah, so... Uh, let's see, we're going to see what we could get for Donovan. I know the Knicks have been interested the most. They've been on him for, I think, two years, maybe, trying to get Donovan just because it's, like, his hometown and the Knicks fans love him. I mean, Knicks want everyone, let's be honest, but (laughs) (laughs) there's a special connection between, like, obviously the Knicks and Don Mitchell, as you said. Don Mitchell is from New York. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think if we traded him to the Knicks, we would have to get RJ Barrett as well as another, honestly, Obi Toppin as well, uh, an athletic yeah. uh, guy that can shoot or something. Like we need that. Him next to Rudy Gobert, I think, would be very nice. Yeah, that that would be very good. Yeah, uh, that duo would. I think it would work a lot. And as I said, RJ Barrett, he he is obviously. I think is he in his third year right now? Maybe right. Something like that. I think it is his third year. It's Zion's third year. Jaws. Yeah. Is it Jaws' third year? Yes, it is Jaws' third year. Yeah. So obviously he's in his third year. He's still. He, he's been putting up some numbers. I think uh, recently he's. Um, he's been having very good games. So that that could be a good trade. Yeah. It, it, very well could and I don't know how well the Knicks would like it 
I don't know if they would have to make the salary match up with yeah. whatever, even if that's Julius Randle or whatever, that we just sign and tra- or not sign and trade him. We'll just keep him, trade him for later or something. That's all on Danny Ainge. He makes the right moves when uh, he needs to. He's made some pretty crazy trades. He's not afraid, that's for sure, but he's the guy to do it. He's gotten us in the house, Nikhil Alexander Watt. Sorry, I can't yeah. speak. Nikhil Alexander Walker and Juancho Hernan Gomez, who's been another great player for us. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Juancho is a player to watch. <laughs> obviously, he provides us, obviously, with defense and he, he's almost like a boy on top player. Like, he does hit them freeze. <laughs> yeah, he does. He, he's a little more lengthy, too, which is nice. Yeah, yeah it's, good, it's good for defense. Yeah, and granted, we got him for, I don't want to say nothing, because Joe Ingles is not nothing for our roster, but we got him for... In the goat. <laughs> <laughs> in the goat, yeah. Joe Ingles. <laughs> but, I mean, we've got a lot to figure out. I hope we do well in this playoffs, because that determines everything. That will unleash... Either Danny Ainge or just the whole, I don't know, all hell will break loose if it, we get first rounded or things don't go as planned. Yeah. I, I see as well. I mean, Danny Ainge is good. Um, he will make the right decisions. But, <laughs> I mean, with this team, anything can happen. <laughs> I agree. We, we have seen that before. And. Man, there's a lot riding on this team. I hope we can do it. A lot was put into this team. A lot of faith. Uh, it would be such a shame to see it crumble. Um, yeah. Same. Like it's looking like. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think that's the main jazz, que- jazz question is, like, why are we doing it this bad when last year we, we were the first seed? So it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Do Do you think we should rebuild? I wouldn't say rebuild, but I think some pieces need to be moved around and uh, just see what works. Like, I don't think there's any way that we can win the championship. Yeah. With, like we could with the team we have, but it's just. They're not playing well. They're getting older, and it's it, it, it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, I just don't see us beating Phoenix or the Bucks in a four-game series. I actually, I, I think this is we lack a wing. We lack a good wing. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Bojan Bogdanovic or Royce O'Neal they're bad players they're, they do bring impact to our team but I say we need an athletic an athletic two-way wing that, that can do that's exceptional <laughs> that's that's the main thing I think with the Jazz mm-hmm. like I know past years we wanted like a Robert Covington but we never pulled the trigger on Robert Covington yeah. I know he was talked about a lot and he I think would have fit in well with this uh three point system. Yeah. That, but, that's 
I think that's the main thing. Like I said, the three-point system. That's what the Jazz mainly relies on. And anyone that can shoot the three is automatically going to fit in with the system. So, yeah, that, that would have been... I think that would have been perfect for us. Yeah. I know with... If we did trade Rooney to the Clippers, is it possible we throw in a couple more players and get Paul George? Ooh. Like Rudy Gobert, Bojan, even though that's a big con, big contracts, but I know the Clippers can make up for it, as well as like Jared Butler, Eric Pascal. I think we might have the pieces to pull something off like that. I don't know how many picks we have. I think we have one in the one first round in the future. We've kind of given a lot of those away, but that's just a what if. I think Donovan Mitchell and Paul George would be very nice together. I mean, does Paul George even like cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he'd like Utah all that much. And if Joe Ingles decides to come back, I don't think they should get him. Just the thought, though. Just the thought. <laughs> I see. I see where you come from. It, it would. Be, it would be crazy for us getting Paul George, but realistically, and Paul George. Emotions, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But we need an athletic person. So, yeah. Um, who, who would you like? Who would be your perfect player to play for the Jazz right now? Right now? Marcus Smart. Yeah, Marcus Smart. Mar- we like need a guy that just hustles and plays with emotion and can guard guards. We've had that problem for so long with Jamal, ever since like Jamal Murray. We cannot have a guy that guards a guard well. And I think he would help our team just find that spark and want to hustle. Like we need just someone like that. And I think Marcus Smart would be the perfect fit. And the Jazz kind of missed their opportunity, I feel, in free agency. Yeah, we did. Even, like, towards the trade deadline, we could have put something in for Smart. Oh, that's what I meant, trade deadline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. what about you? Who's your perfect player? Oh, smart Smart would have been one. Um, yeah. Even Blue Dot. another good defensive piece. Um, mm. I'm thinking, we could have went small ball, but, then again, like, obviously you would have to get rid of Rudy, which obviously I'm I'm being biased. I like Rudy as a player, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to get rid of Rudy. Um, oh, I think yeah, I think the main one is Ludo. I I would have wanted in Utah another good defensive piece, and he, I think offensively he's good as well. Oh yeah, he's been getting better off offensively. He clamps up, dude. He clamps yeah. up almost everyone that, like, he guards. Ludor has become a great uh, player that teams want. Yeah. And I know that the Thunder would probably want picks for him, which I think would be the reason why we couldn't get him. But if we could some way, if the Thunder want to start contending or make a trade, I think we got to jump on it, honestly. Yeah. Other than that, 
I, I'm not really sure. I think if if we were to get another like player that would fit in with this team, we'd have to trade. Uh, I don't want to say this, but we'd have to trade Gobert. Yeah, unfortunately, I agree, and I think that's why the Jazz haven't done anything like that. Is because that they know that Rudy Gobert is valuable and a cornerstone for a franchise. Yes, but do you think his trade, like his overall value, or his trade uh, trade value, is gonna like further decline? Because as we know, traditional big men, they're finished. <laughs> like. Well, all big men you know right now the top five they can they have a big offensive package KT Embiid uh, Jokic they all can shoot the free and uh, obviously the mid range and they have a big big offensive package yeah I don't think other teams would find him like he's not as eye candy as those big name players that you just listed but don't think that we'd get but get enough of what we're giving out. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if that makes sense. Just we wouldn't get what we're giving up, which is yeah. unfortunate because Rudy Gobert is very good. Yeah, he, yeah. Let's be honest. He he does deserve all the Defense Player of the Year awards, and he is our defense. We don't see like. Even if you watch the, I don't think a lot of people on Twitter have to say do not watch the games. Like they say, oh, Rudy Gobert, he can't defend the perimeter, or he's just a weak defender. If you actually watch the games, he literally is like he controls our defense. He's like a defensive general, as we might say. And um, I think um, the main the main problem with like uh, obviously our defense is is when we switch on pick and rolls. Rudy, Rudy, he can only do so much. Mm. Like Rudy, everyone kind of relies on Rudy. They feed him in the paint. When people go off on Rudy Gobert, like when Carl Anthony Towns or uh, Terrence Mann has an amazing night on Rudy Gobert, they just look at the stats and don't realize that Rudy is guarding the whole team. He's yeah. not just guarding one guy. He's guarding the point guard, shooting guard, center, power forward, everybody. Yeah. It gets very overlooked. And just that's one of the reasons why Rudy gets hate. Yeah, 100%. I, I, just, I, I just think <laughs> people just don't really watch games. Too, they really uh, don't. Yeah, to make a statement. <laughs> but... Um, I was I was looking at a tweet. Uh, I think he might be interested in Mitchell, and I was thinking with Bam work, uh, not Mitchell. I mean, uh, Gobert. Yeah, he were interested in Gobert. What do you think Bam would work with the Utah Jazz? I think Bam would, because he's. I think he's tougher or stronger than Rudy. He might not define or provide enough of the defense that Rudy has, but he's still been a defense player of the year candidate before. And you can even argue it this year. If I, I just don't know how I haven't really followed Bam this year all that much. So, yeah. but I think that 
the Heat would be open to it, and I think that it would make them more of a championship contender than they already are, which is kind of crazy to say because they're that good. But I just don't think that Rudy would fit the Heat uh, culture as well, too. (laughs) I think that the Heat fans are a little tougher than Jazz fans, so I don't know how he would react that way. But if I was a... If I was uh, Pat Riley, I would go for it. Just if you don't make it this year, just try something new. But that is if the Heat decide to have interest in Rudy, which I don't know what they would. Yeah, I agree. Well, do you have anything else to say? I think we're getting close to 37 minutes. If you have anything else on your mind. I think not really. I think we just have to we just have to wait for playoffs. Mainly we do. We do, and we're gonna need to look at this game tonight. I'm gonna be watching it. Uh, everyone that's listening to this should be watching it. Or if it, you've already have watched it, good for you. I hope we <laughs> won. <laughs> but it's a must-win game. It's gonna be fun to watch tonight. Hopefully, we can see the Jazz uh, play with a little oomph and effort It'd be nice to see because they need we need to see that they want the to be in the play or playoffs not playing we don't want to be in the playing we need to see that they want it as much as jazz fans want yeah certainly not we don't want to be in the playoffs. yeah if, if we're in the play that's embarrassing let's be honest it is and we we'd have to face the clippers which is unfortunate if we did so we, we, we were first let's be honest we were first seed last year so was being in the play uh, planes this is that's very embarrassing <laughs> yeah that would be so alright catch the game tonight thank you for coming on Zane it was a pleasure to yeah, do the podcast no, with you we definitely uh, do um, yeah for sure yeah alright uh, what was that oh never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good but all right, just be sure to follow Utah Jazz News on Instagram and even I'm starting up Twitter. If you want to go follow that, that would be uh, I'd appreciate that a lot. And thanks again, Zane, for joining us. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you. It's been an honor. <laughs> Have a good night. You too.